Hey, you're listening to Just Say the Word. I'm your host, Erin Sanchez, and this is a storytelling podcast. In every episode, you'll hear a story from me or my guests from around the world. Then we'll encapsulate a key lesson from that story in just one word you can apply in your own life or business. If you're an entrepreneur looking to get inspired and make your mark on the world, you're in the right place. Your story is your legacy, and I want to help you tell it better. Visit candidlyerin.com for more writing, communications, and personal branding advice. When I was in graduate school, one of the things that I did for extra income, which I had several jobs because, well, grad school's not cheap, but one of the things I did was I worked as a tutor and a consultant at the university's writing center. So when I was there, I mostly worked with undergraduate students who were struggling with homework assignments. Um, some of them were not, you know, native English speakers. Sometimes somebody had an essay due or they needed to write a personal statement for you know, a program they were applying to or trying to get into graduate school themselves. And I learned so much during my time at the writing center. Even though I was hired on because I was a great writer, I learned a ton about writing and the art and craft of writing and about how to coach people through the writing process because I got to see firsthand what some of the most common struggles are. Now, one of the things that students always said to me, and it's something I hear even today in my business and working with clients who are struggling with their messaging, their marketing copy, it's, it's always so interesting when people can verbally express their ideas to me, but they lament that writing is so hard. So I want you to lean in close and I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you can say it, you can write it. Okay, this is barring any learning disabilities or other limitations, of course. Not everybody belongs in the same bucket, but for the most part, if you can tell me your idea, if you can tell me your message, then you can absolutely write it, okay? Especially in the business world, we're not trying to be, you know, the next bestseller necessarily. We're just trying to get our point across to our ideal clients so that they will join our tribe and eventually buy from us, right? So today I'm going to walk you through how to write content that compels and converts because it is truly a critical component for any business, but especially online. Content marketing is fundamental to the success of your business, no matter what your business does. Do you wanna generate leads? You have to write content that converts. And how will you nurture your leads and continue to grow that tribe? You're going to write content that connects. And what does it take to convert leads into buyers? You guessed it, you're going to write content that persuades. Before we move on, let's talk about what it means to compel someone, because this is a very commonly used word and it's an important word in marketing and in content creation, right? To compel is to force or oblige someone to do something, to drive forcibly. But I don't want you to think about this as we're forcing someone to buy from us, right? That's why I always say compels and sells because we're not forcing anyone to buy from us. What we're doing is we are creating irresistible content, irresistible copy that draws people in and quote unquote forces them to read. So I want you to think about it that way. What we're really doing is making something irresistible so they feel obliged to read it, not in a negative way, but in a, I can't help but consume this way. The truth is, writing quality content can make or break your success. 
And there are lots of components in your business that are make or break, but you've got to be able to write quality content. And I'm not just talking about grammar here, okay? This is what a lot of people get hung up on. They think, oh, I'm not, I'm not that great. I don't know where a comma goes. I spell everything wrong. All right, sure, grammar matters, but you can get proofreaders for that, right? It should not be your primary concern. We're talking about your message, okay? We just are trying to get ideas and points across. So I'm talking about persuasion, clarity, the impact of your message, and the language that speaks directly to a targeted demographic. So those are all things that anyone can learn how to do well enough to communicate in their business. Okay, so if you're gonna just stick around, we'll dive into some of the ways to write content like a pro so you can start making all that money you've been dreaming about, okay? Copywriting 101 tells us to draw attention to benefits before we cover features. So as you write content for your business, keep that rule top of mind. It always, always, always should be the case that you talk about the benefits of what you're offering before you start talking about the features. I'm gonna give you some examples, all right? So benefits before features means talking about the transformation that people are going to experience rather than inundating them with the details about your product, service, or program. So what's even more impactful is framing that transformation in terms of what your prospect could lose if they don't take advantage of what you have to offer. Content tip number one, address what's at stake. Will people never fit into that dress? Will they never take that dream trip? Or maybe they'll lose the love of their life. Maybe they'll make the wrong, expensive investments or stay stuck in their nine to five forever. Think about what's at stake for your ideal client and call it out. If you do this, you're bound to see a drastic improvement in your content's conversion rate. Okay, so start crafting a post that you'll share on your favorite social media channel and address that. What's at stake for your prospects? And that's going to lead you to the benefit statement that you can list before you start talking about the features. So what are those features? I told you I'd give you some examples. Features are things like the price. Features are things like the number of calls or the number of sessions someone's going to get with you. Features are about the length of the program. Those are all details, those are all features that come after you write a benefit statement. And the benefit statement is going to come from what's at stake. So let's just say the thing that's at stake is they'll stay stuck in their nine to five forever. So your benefit statement is going to be something like, you know, land your first five clients and leave your nine to five. That's a benefit statement. Then all those features we talked about will come after that. Okay, so by the end of this podcast, if you're following along, you know, just take notes, you'll have a great post that you can just slap up there on your social media feed and uh, see how it does. Start testing your content and, and I guarantee you're going to see some improvements if this is something you've been struggling with. So next, I want you to forget the rules. If you want to grow your tribe faster and convert more leads, then this is what I want you to do. Content tip number two is I want you to start using the words you, I, and we when you write content. And I know we were taught not to use those words in school essays. So this is something that does not come from my time in the writing center, okay? Unless we're talking about personal statements and things like that. But in your content as a solopreneur, you're gonna wanna use those words. 
marketing copy is not academic writing, so throw those rules out the window for now. I see a lot of websites say things like, company name helps its customers save time and money, or solopreneur about pages that are written in the third person, like Jane Smith is a web designer with expertise in blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. You want to sound super duper profesh. But guess what? Your customer wants to feel like you're talking to them. They want to know that there are humans behind the screen, especially for us solopreneurs, okay? They want to connect with us. They're buying from us the human. So let's start talking like that. Let's not alienate people with third-person language. So check out the difference, okay? We help people just like you save time and money. Doesn't that sound so much more inviting and personable than, you know, company X helps people just, okay, no, we want to use you, we, us, I. Here's another example. Hey, I'm Jane, a web designer with expertise in etc, etc. So these days you need to get personal to stand out. Disengaged corporate speak will not take you where you want to go. So make sure you're also leveraging we so your clients feel like they're part of something. Here's an example. With your skills and our solution, we're like the Avengers, unstoppable. So here's how you can try it. You can add more personal language when you incorporate you, I, we, and us when you're crafting your social media post. All right, let's talk about getting your readers hooked. Now, this is something I actually read from a mindset coach online, and I've seen lots of comments from others that are very similar to this as well. The comment was, you don't need to learn to write better. It's a waste of your time. Now, we're learning to be more persuasive and write content that compels and sells, so we know that writing does matter. And I really disagree with this person's statement, but what they are doing hopefully, is getting their reader hooked because it's controversial, right? It's it's something that is going to spark people either who don't want to have to learn to write better or people who really do care about their writing and they're like, wait, wait, I don't agree with this. Let me dive in and see what the rest of this post says. So even though I really disagree with that person, it's a pretty clever uh, hook to get people to read and engage with their post. So that's what content tip number three is all about. Let's talk about that opening line of your content, otherwise known as a hook or a headline. Now I could start a social media post with writing a hook, but that's a huge snore. That's not going to hook anyone, but that's exactly how a lot of people do write their content. They go, here's what I'm going to talk about today. But can you see how ineffective that is? Instead, I want you to surprise people. I want you to make them ask, what in the hell is she talking about? What's she going on about? And bonus points for sharing controversial statements or a counter argument, kind of like that example I I just gave you about the mindset coach. Presenting a counter argument is extra powerful because it gives you the opportunity to address your audience's doubts or challenge their current beliefs. At the end of the day, if you don't compel people with your very first line, they've already moved on to something else. Ain't nobody got time for boring posts. So try it yourself. Take a look at the notes you've been making and that social media post that you're going to start writing and examine your headline. 
Think about how you can improve it to make sure your content hooks your readers. And I actually do have a blog post that hopefully I'll remember to link in the show notes, but I have a whole blog post around writing better headlines that get more clicks. So make sure to go find that on my blog and I'll link to it in the show notes for you. So that will help you craft that, that hook or that headline. All right, moving on. Are you a serial personality killer? Okay, here's a common writing mistake. People completely remove themselves from their content. I implore you, stop sanitizing your writing. Stop removing you from your posts. Okay, when it comes to creating great content, write like you speak. Be conversational and feel free to add personality and a dash of pizzazz like Salt Bay. Of course, you also want to speak your audience's language, get in their heads. What kinds of slang or buzzwords do they use? Do they relate to humor? Do they relate to woo? Do they hate emojis or love gifts? Okay, if your audience consists of lawyers and financial advisors, you might skip the middle finger and kissing emojis. But you've got to let go of stale, stuffy copy filled with jargon. It's just not going to be very effective. It's not going to make you stand out and it's not going to make anyone connect with you, the person that they wanna buy from. The bottom line is every time you find yourself erasing y'all or dude or whatever else naturally slips out, consider that perhaps those words add a much needed flavor to your content. And I think you'll find that you enjoy writing content a whole lot more if you embrace your authentic voice and stop trying to make it sound a certain way or sound like somebody else or just sound like boring web copy. Let yourself be infused in the copy. If you find yourself editing yourself out of your content, then revisit that social media post you're drafting. Is it sanitized? Or does it sound like you? If it reads like a robot wrote it, then go put yourself back in there, okay? Finally, please, I'm sure you've heard this before, show, don't tell. So we all know this line, right? This one time at band camp. (laughs) Now, don't worry, I'm not going to finish that, but I don't have to, do I? We all know how it ends. But what does make that line so damn memorable? Some of you already know where I'm going with this. How could I write a post about content that compels and sells without touching on storytelling? Look, if you're not incorporating storytelling in your content, you are missing a huge opportunity to build your know, like, and trust factor. People love stories. They're enthralled by them. They relate to them. And best of all, they remember them. Stories are scientifically proven to connect people, to get them to learn faster and better and remember better. And this means they'll remember you and they'll be a lot more likely to engage with you and buy from you in the future. So yeah, stories are pretty magical. Here are some ways you can incorporate storytelling in your own content. Tell your own story. Think about the journey you've been on and the transformation you've experienced. Share client success stories. Use storytelling frameworks when you write content. 
And here's a pro tip. Start your content with phrases like imagine or what if. So try it yourself. That post you've been writing, does it tell a story? If not, go fix it. How can you incorporate storytelling into your content? What kind of a story can you tell to illustrate the point you're trying to get across in that post you're writing? So if you've been following the prompts in this episode, or at least you have notes and you're going to go, go do that now, you're going to have a solid post to share on social media. You've addressed what's at stake for your ideal clients. You've made sure to be personal, personal with your language. You've included a strong hook. You've used your authentic voice to speak to your target audience. And you've incorporated storytelling to engage your readers. And bonus, don't forget to wrap up your post with a call to action. What do you want people to do after they've read your post? Do you want them to comment? Do, they, do you want them to opt into something? Do you want them to head to a sales page? Spell it out and you're going to see much better results. It doesn't matter if you're even selling anything. If you just want people to engage with your post or share your post, tell them to do that. Ask them to do that. So if you, is your content converting leads into buyers? Do you struggle to write content that keeps people coming back for more? I'd love to hear your challenges with content, with writing, and with storytelling, all the things. Um, Send me a message on social media, send me an email, or you you know all the ways to get a hold of me. I'd love to hear those, and that way I can create content that answers your questions, that helps you tackle those struggles, and that helps you level up in those areas. So ping me and thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you want to learn better branding and communication skills or more about this podcast, please visit www.candidlyerin.com or just say the word podcast.com. You can also find me everywhere on social media at candidlyerin.com. And make sure to use the hashtag just say the word in your social media posts so I can see your stories of resilience, transformation, and lessons learned because your story matters. Remember, your story is your legacy. Everybody has a story and the world should hear yours.